was freezing cold in Dallas when I made my getaway. I outran a cold front when I gave my truck the reins. Barreling down I-35 with one thought on my mind. Forget the race, find an open space, be that city. Hey there, howdy. Another edition of Your Other Side of Texas, J. West Texas Leasing. As we roll along broadcasting from the studios, you know the routine by now. If you've been listening, and thank you for tuning in and telling friends that you listen to the program. If you aren't new, then you need to know that we're broadcasting from the Racer Car Wash Studios. Racer Car Wash voted Lubbock's Best Wash five years running stop into one of five convenient locations across hub city don't believe the hype go to the vip lines like i do believe my hype is what i'm trying to say the vip lines there at racer car wash uh, they guarantee it and uh, they do or they'll send you through again like they did with me last time i was there racerwash.com this is your turkey edition of other side of texas smoked a turkey on my pellet grill felt like i was cheating Mm, it was so good it was so good um can't prop up any particular brand because they don't advertise with us but it was so good it uh came home came home i walked inside a hero it looked just like the christmas vacation turkey but it didn't blow up. Uh, it didn't go off like a whoopee cushion. It was good stuff. And, uh, and that to say, we had a little uh, Thanksgiving Eve last weekend. Get into it more coming up in the next couple of days. But this will be my last live show of the week here. Uh, if you tune in tomorrow, we've got a oldie but a goodie it is going to either be on wednesday and friday as you listen if you're listening to the podcast this is a tuesday uh we'll have our regent gate episode where the story was broke and uh, things have come to fruition i might choke up in that so that's just worth it itself also the edition of the show where we played our uh, Ragergate audio and broke that news here as well. Also want to remind you, doing some housekeeping, that we are giving away here at Other Side of Texas. You can retweet, uh, you can uh, text in, even if a couple of people I see have texted in to the program uh, 806-745-5800 you just text in tickets in your name I need tickets in your name we're doing a giveaway for six lower bowl tickets to the Texas Tech men's basketball game versus North uh, Northern Colorado directional school Northern Colorado coming off a big USC win looking to go what 5-0 and oh, and that on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. want to thank Lubbock's realtor, Charity Leeson. <clears throat> to whom I may or may not be married. 
I can't even, to whom I am married. Uh, Charity Leeson, Lubbock's Realtor, bringing you the opportunity to take the, don't get inside and go into the cabin fever thing. Get, get out to the ball game and have a great time. We're going to go to a ball game of our own. We're going down to Abilene, going to go to the Cowboys game. Going to talk about that a little bit uh, later to come. How, how, what a position Dallas is in to win the NFC East. A little sports edition coming up, uh, at least a sports segment. Uh, If you want to win those tickets, six lower bowl tickets to the Texas Tech Northern Colorado game, all you have to do is text into the program. 806-745-5800 or retweet or just tweet at us uh, at OSTX show uh, at OSTX show and just tweet at us. You'd be entered in to win. Going to have Daniel go through and pick random selection the winner there for those six tickets Speaking of sports, I entered the show yesterday talking about how Mike Leach to Texas Tech, the return of Mike Leach to Texas Tech, has real legs. And this, I try not to run a sports program by any means, but whenever you get into the kind of money that sports brings into the to Lubbock and the region... You have to talk about it. So the anonymous mailbag, some people, and you can always email me, Jay at Other Side of Texas. I won't give up your identity. I'll treat you like a source. But some questions there after the show yesterday. A lot of people listening to the show appreciate you subscribing and passing along the podcast to your friends. Uh, leave us a rating. Uh, preferably a good rating and a review. Um, a question I got yesterday, Mike Leach <clears throat> says that he's owed some $2 million by Texas Tech. How do you reconcile that with him being brought back to Tech? Why would he want to come back? And I think that I addressed this to some extent yesterday, but this is what I've been told by people last year and again this year, redouble down. Whatever Mike Leach thinks is owed to him with the billboards around town, with what I would call, and I love Mike Leach, the publicity stunts that every day I go to the mailbox and I, <laughs> I've learned, I've I hear I hear Mike Leach in my ear sometimes whenever I go to the mailbox and I and I look for checks for invoices we've sent out. But every day I go to the mailbox and I look for the check, but it's not there. Here's the deal. There is no limitation of what you can pay on a signing bonus. Anything and more that Mike Leach wants could be paid to him in a signing bonus and that's it hands down he could just be paid that I believe it's somewhere around 2.1 million dollars is what he believes he's owed and for people looking at 
where tech football is now, um, there could be some people that say chump change. We'll just throw in on that. Now, another question I've gotten is, why haven't you called Mike Leach? I I, I consider myself to be a friend of Mike Leach, no doubt about it. But, guys, look. I'm uh, I'm going to talk about sending my kids. We're taking my kids to another Cowboys game. We enjoy a good life, uh, a high, higher quality of life than I had whenever I, I was a kid, a higher quality of life than my parents had whenever they were kids. Look, that's just the way things go. But I'm not going to get in the middle of it. I'm going to cover it from my perspective, but I'm not going to get in the middle of lobbying for mike leach directly with mike leach that's not that's not not my foray i never during regent gate sent a message to rick francis and said i will let off of you if you come on the show nor would i send a message to mike leach and say hey i'll advocate for you if you come on the show we we earn our stripes here on the show and those of you who've been listening uh, for any duration of time, understand that we're going to cover these things as they come to us. So know um, that another email, uh, I will not be contacting Mike Leach to advocate for him. Uh, he can do it if he so chooses. And then another, and this makes a lot of sense, the Bleacher Report yesterday that I cited that's Dateline, like the first week in September. Yeah, I think that you can expect if if Kirby Hokut, the athletics director at Texas Tech, decides to part ways with Mike Leach, it is about four point five million dollars. I'm sorry, to part ways with Cliff Kingsbury. See what happened there? To part ways with Cliff Kingsbury would be about $4.5 million, and then his assistance on top of that and paying out those problems there, uh, paying out those contracts and uh, those severances, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, that's a, a $5 million, essentially a $5 million question. Now, I can tell you that We've been efforting, looking at, and this is this is an anecdote, admittedly, but we've been looking at um, folks to come on and be interns with us in the fall, or sorry, in the spring. And I've interviewed several would-be interns for the program as we pick up and we cover the 86th legislature. And we look into stories that matter to you guys and put them on these things like watchdogs. And this is a response I've gotten three, four times. Why did, so I see their resume, they're from wherever they're from. And I say, well, you're from the upper Midwest. What made you decide to come to Texas Tech? And what they'll say is, oh, Texas Tech university of texas 2008 that's whenever i knew i wanted to come to texas tech it matters a lot whenever you see the stadium emptying out 
And for people who think that $5 million is a lot of money, um, okay, it is a lot of money. But whenever you put it into the fuller course of things, maybe it's not so much money. But I will concede this point as we get into break and we get Mike Bazaar and Bazaar Solutions on your Tech Tuesday. I will say this, maybe 2.1 plus 5 mil is a lot of money. Maybe more money than we want to flinch at. And it just all speaks to... There seems to be a rift between younger generational donors, and this is my initial read, talking to multiple people on the Mike Leach and whether it has legs or peg legs back to Texas Tech. There's a generational rift between the younger donors and the older donors, and that could bear out in how you begin to reconcile seven million dollars but i think there is certainly the opportunity at mike leach his team at washington state admittedly a down year in the pac-12 but it's on the cusp of the college football playoff and that's nothing to uh, roll your eyes at so anonymous mailbag you want those tickets six tickets for saturday to Texas Tech versus Northern Colorado. Text in the program, 806-745-5800. Retweet what we got on Twitter. Respond to what we got on Facebook and be entered in to win. We're going to take a quickie break. About 90 seconds from now, be right back with you with Mike Bazaar. Going to talk about how not to get taken on Black Friday. Is there too good a deal? get in with Mike Bazaar on that and then we're going to go into my most I say my most it's upcoming in the Dallas Morning News I want to talk to you through why the state didn't turn red it's not purple it's Amarillo going to get into that in a little bit more stick right with us you're riding with the good guys here on the other side Cross of Texas that old red river. this is what I saw I'm ahead of the curve here. It was Texas independence that turned all these elections in Texas, and that's where we rave on here from a rural perspective. And I'm glad that you're here with us. Just puts fire in my belly. Not like I was right, tell me I was right, but that this was my conviction. This is why I jumped in, and there are people who believe it along with me. And you're with me. And it's me and you against the world now. This segment brought to you by Title One Lubbock's Digital Real Estate and Title Escrow Company. Title One committed to providing you with the highest level of communication and service from the time the contract opens until it closes. CL Title One can serve your realty, consumer, and lending needs at TitleOne.com. In studio, it is a Tuesday edition of the program. Our friend Mike Bazaar, Bazaar Solutions. How you doing? Uh, well, that's the question for you. How are uh, you doing? I'm doing good. It is uh, a couple days away from Turkey Day. I'm looking forward to a little time off. Having some fun. Are you going to take Thursday off? 
So we'll be closed Thursday. We're on call only on Friday. And then depending on how busy we are with calls, we may leave the office early tomorrow. Try to give the guys some time off. Look so. at you. Man, we deal with people's you're, you're no crap all, all day long, no right? I mean, <laughs> Man, I don't know if that's how you want to pitch the business, dealing with yeah. people's crap. But well, you know what? I mean, people are calling. They're upset. Their stuff's not working. They're trying to get out of town, and so yeah. it just depends. And so some holidays it dies off Wednesday after lunch, and some days it's still well, busy. So, uh, To be fair, I've called you with some crap before. So, uh, Mike Bazaar, <laughs> we're all sitting here, and look, we can either – and I, by we, I mean our significant others of the female gender can either put on their slippers and uh, sweatshirts on Friday morning and go to the retail stores, or they can go online. A lot of people deciding, hey, I'm going to go do Black Friday online. Yeah. Uh, I've got some concerns. Yep. That... There are some deals that could be too good to be true, and I don't want to walk away going into Christmas with some big credit card dispute. Am I right or am I wrong? You're very right. Okay. Tell me why I may be right. So it's Black Friday, so every deal is plausible, right? It's the perfect time for scammers and spammers to send out stuff and try to get you to go to a site that looks like Home Depot, but it isn't really. Right, and so they'll spend time building these sites to try to roll them out, and 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 they'll buy a domain that's really close, but it'll be one letter different, right? And yeah. so they'll replace an I with an L. Now, a lot of the retailers go out and try to buy those domains up and redirect them to their own websites um, to protect the consumer. But the truth is, you don't know, right? And so if you get an email and it's too good to be true. I would always suggest, as we say with everything, don't click the links. Go to the website. Go find the deal on the website. And go directly to it. And be careful when you're typing it in that you're spelling it right and you're not going to end up off in, in Never Never Land. Um, so, because, like I said, there's there's a lot of opportunity for people there to try to scan you. Okay. Let's get into it. But I don't want my ADD to dictate the program. We're okay. going to come back to Home Depot in just a moment. Yeah. From a tech perspective. But let's delve further into help listeners understand, maybe they aren't so tech savvy, what may be out there for them. For, like, what other scams and yes. things? That, yeah. yeah. So so we've got several here, right? So the first thing I always say is, is go to the original website. Use the app on your phone if you're shopping off your phone or your iPad, right? Don't look at the Home Depot or the Lowe's or the Toys Well, Toys R Us's. You're not going to get any email from them this go around. It's done. It's gone. So if you get a Toys R Us email, don't click those links. Okay. Thank you. Uh, um, but go to their app, right? Use the app or go straight to their webpage. Don't click the links because you just, like I said, you don't know. And there's a lot of stuff that they could be targeting the spam out. Um, one of the things you want to look for is look for the padlock. So, you know, in the top left-hand corner of your browser, it's got the little padlock. It's usually green. Um, but not necessarily like I'm looking at Chrome right now, and it's just gray. Um, and what that is is that it means your traffic from your laptop to their servers is encrypted, which means you've got a layer of security. So you just look for the lock make sure it's good. I don't know if you've ever gone to a website and it pops up and says, do the certificate's expired on this website or do you trust this website? And you got to kind of click a couple things, then you can Wait, click well, through. Hold on, hold on. 
where are we coming from here? That maybe we're clicking on an email that's come to so us? This would be or? just going to a, a website, right? So same thing. You may go to a website. Oh, a so general you, website. Yeah, like you fat finger Home Depot or Walmart, and you go to a, a copy of it that is really a fraud or site. Or maybe like dealsonblackfriday.com or yeah. something like, like that. that. Okay. And if it's not got the little padlock, it's not secure and you shouldn't buy anything from that, right? You Maybe it's a, a vendor you found on Facebook and it's some little tiny kind of boutique vendor. You don't want to put your credit card in if that padlock isn't secure. And it's the same thing I've said with other stuff. If those places you're buying stuff are asking for information that's not required, don't give it to them, hmm. right? They, they need your email or a phone number so they can communicate with you, tell you your items have shipped. But if they have your email, try not to give them your cell phone number. There's no reason to, right? Hmm. And uh, so don't, you know, don't give any more information than you have to when you're looking at it. Uh, one of the other pieces of advice that, honestly, I hadn't thought about, they said check your um, credit card statements often this time of year because if fraud is happening, you want to catch it quickly so you don't end up, like you said, with some weird credit card dispute because the credit card companies know buying habits change. It's harder to predict fraud this time of year, right? People are buying stuff they wouldn't buy the rest of the year. They're buying more merchandise for more people in a broader range. So you you can't, they their algorithms don't work so as well. Maybe it looks like a, a $40 expenditure from Lisa and Ponderosa, a $45, a $35, and then in February, it's $1,500. And by that point, they're like, well, yeah. they do business with these people. And and they may wonder, right? And yeah. so if you check those, you might see those fraudulent charges show up and get them taken off your statement, and and then you can do it. That's the other thing I would say is don't uh, use a credit card. I mean, don't use your debit card. Use a credit card if you've got one online because your debit card, if fraud happens on your debit card, the banks will typically end up reimbursing your money, right? But it could take something like up to 21 days to get your money back. So if you're using a credit card, all you have to do is not pay the bill, right? I mean, you can dispute it. They'll usually turn it over right then. It comes off your bill. But even if you are in the process of disputing it, your cash isn't tied up. The worst thing you do is say, I'm going to make the minimum payment while we continue this dispute. And maybe you get a few bucks in interest, but at least you're not. Somebody didn't clean $2,000 out of your account, and now you're broke for Christmas, and you got to tell your kids we got no cash. Mike Bazaar, Bazaar Solutions. Take us through a couple more, because I want to come back to this Home Depot thing and them going into this new world order, which is a disaster <laughs> yes. without cashiers. But go yeah. ahead. So, uh, again, we've said this before. If you're out and you're shopping, don't use public Wi-Fi. Hotspot your phone if you're sitting at Starbucks and Wait, you want to take okay, advantage okay, of the styles. Okay, my ADD yeah. button in. For me, I go into, I'll be checking my phone for twi- tweets or for yeah. Facebook or whatever's going on with the show. Yeah. But I find that I'm automatically signed up because I'm with AT&T and this is an AT&T store, like a yeah. Home Depot or something. So what in the fat do I do? So there's two things you can do, and I forget exactly where the setting is, but I know if you Google turn off carrier Wi-Fi, you can find out how to do that, and you Turn can. Off it's carrier Wi-Fi, because what that is is exactly that. AT and T is trying to save data on their network by using Wi-Fi partnerships. Okay. And so um, you can turn that off. You can also go in and, and like manage your wireless networks, and you can forget networks or at least turn them to not auto join. Right. So same thing. If you're going to be in Target and you want to use their Wi-Fi, I would at least recommend don't do auto join, so you can choose to connect to it when you want rather than every time you walk in the store 
Not auto join. Okay. Yep. So um, the other th- so if if you are you know public coffee shop somewhere's out and you're shopping, use your phone, hotspot it, shop off of that. Don't use public Wi-Fi because you don't know if a hacker's spoofing it or all the other kind of dangers that can happen with that. The other thing, and this is kind of, you know, tinfoil hat a little bit, but just if you're going to talk about having good security habits, don't be flashing your credit card everywhere while you're trying to type it in in some public spot because it's real easy for somebody to walk by and snap a picture, see what it is, now they got your credit card number. What is this RFID thing, though? So, because you mean like I, with wallets that have like, the RFID protection? I'm, I'm chronicled on this program. I put in a an Indigo for a Volterman wallet. Have you seen Volterman? I haven't seen that wallet. But Volterman, yeah. man. <laughs> and Volterman, like, has a camera in it, and it, it can block RFID, and it can do all these super awesome things. Is RFID a thing, so, Mike Bazaar, where people can just walk by and scan every card in your wallet? Only if your credit cards are enabled with RFID. And I feel like that was a bigger European thing than it ever was here. Oh. And so, like, with a chip, you have, you have to put a chip in, right? It doesn't have RFID built into it. But there are certain credit cards. Oh, so if it has a chip. Well, no, because you got to stick it in, right? That's yeah. not RFID. But if there's some cards you look at, and it'll say RFID, or it has the little um, Wi-Fi, you know, kind of the three little parentheses. And and if you tap that to a payment terminal, then it'll it'll do the same thing as the chip. If you have one of those cards, then yes, they're basically constantly broadcasting. And if I get close enough to you, I can collect that information. All right. Okay. Um, so there's of this application here, and, and I'm looking up the website for it real fast, called Blur. I have never used this, so I say this with total. CNET recommended it, and I thought it was interesting, so I thought I'd mention it. Blur essentially allows you to go shopping and do everything you would online without giving them information. You put it into Blur, and Blur basically gives them kind of have focus. You go through B-L-U-R? B-L-U-R. That's what I was looking to see. So it's kind of like the angel video of buying online. (laughs) Angel video, for people who are not aware, is Mrs. Leeson's go-to. We stream movies for the kids. We have movie night on Friday nights. And in order for them not to hear the language, we go through angel blur. Or, no, angel video, not angel blur. But so, so Blur has some do not track and other stuff, anonymous email. It masks your credit card numbers when you turn them in, um, that kind of thing. And so Blur, B-L-U-R, um, you could try that out if you want. Again, I haven't used it. I'd maybe do a little more research. I would say on that, paying with your phone, if they accept Apple Pay or Android Pay, is more secure than swiping your credit card. So when your phone pays, it gives the credit card processor basically a one-time code. And once that's used for that transaction, it's no longer good. So every time you beep, it's given a different code out, and so that's significantly harder for somebody to steal. So and we're talking about Black Friday buying again, virtually, online. Yeah, pay uh, through Apple Pay if you got it. Apple or Pay. Android Pay. On your phone or iPad. Either way. And, yeah. and if you're doing Android Pay off a phone, yeah. sometimes it just integrates right into it. Now, if you're paying online directly, credit card's not as big a deal. But, again, the, if you can pay through one of the third-party services, even the Visa Pay service um, or MasterCard has one, they're giving out not your credit card information to the to the the um, merchant, right? So the merchant's getting a one-time use code, which keeps your information in less places, which usually means it's more secure. Okay, so... Let's go back to the Home Depot thing for just a minute. Because this really 
is grinding my gears right now. I want you to put on your entrepreneur slash tech tinfoil hat. Yep. I walked in the other day, and we have this commercial building, and it doesn't have it doesn't have railing on a second floor office. Yeah. So I walked in, got me some two by fours, and wanted to put up a railing. Yeah. Which I did with great efficiency, by the way. Blue collar J West Texas lease. If anybody's seen your kids' uh, playhouse, you built them the treehouse. They'll they'll know you're handy with a hammer. Thank you very much. And a saw, maybe a jigsaw. <laughs> but I walked in, and bizarre. I I don't go to. I try to, and I don't mean to sound sanctimonious. I try to support. Speaking of Black Friday, try to support local businesses. So I don't go into Home Depot very often. Mm-hmm. But I go in. I've got two three two-by-fours under each arm, and there are no more cashiers in Home Depot. They're not there anymore. And so you got to go through these automated lines. And so it's this weird thing of, like, hitting old ladies in the head and little (laughs) kids in the shins with your two-by-fours and getting them all set up so that you can scan them yourself. Tell me, Mike Bazaar, how's this going to play out? Is Home Depot going to say, okay, we jumped a little ahead of the curve so, Maybe we need to pay, because I don't intend to go back there to pay for wood. I'll yeah. find some local group to buy wood. for. I will not do that again. Yeah. It was a disaster. So, you think they're too too far ahead of the curve? No, I was in Odessa yesterday, and Lowe's has self-pay terminals there. But they had other terminals open. With cashiers. With, with cashiers. Okay. And, and here in Lubbock, Lowe's doesn't have self-pay yet, right? And, and Home Depot's put them in. I think it's just the way it's going because of, you know, higher wages and everything else. I mean, McDonald's, have you been in? I haven't gone into a bunch of them. Higher wages. So the whole push for $15 an hour and and whatnot, I mean, they're just, as people are paying So you're more. laying this at the feet of Bernie Sanders, Mike Bazaar. <laughs> yeah, I'll lay it at his feet. I'll be happy to do that. Even though there are only going to be like 10 so people working So my wife in and I store. were in Paris a couple of years ago, and same thing. You walk in, you order everything off a terminal. And then you get a number, and you tell it. On this one, it was a two-story one. They said first floor, second floor. So we said we'll be on the second floor, and somebody brought our food. And the uh, McDonald's at 82nd and Milwaukee, same thing now. You walk in, and you have payment terminals. And I don't know about the other ones around town, but they're all starting to go that way because it you can order your own food pretty easily. You can work a kiosk, and the generation of kids that have been doing it are used to iPads and touch screens and everything else. And so you can go in and order your own food. And so I hate to say it, but I think there's going to be more self-checkout, not less. And Even with me whacking children, I, indigent people in the heads. I think they should always have a, I mean, there's usually a cashier there that should normally help you standing at, like, yeah, the I middle mean, thing. She's but she's busy with the other guys with four two-by-fours yeah. under their arms. And and I agree. I think they should keep registers open for that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm with you on this. I think it's... A bit of a travesty. I'm okay with it at places like McDonald's because I, I know I'm saying I don't want onions. I mean, you know, the order doesn't get screwed up. Mike Bazaar, tell us as we close out here, let's <laughs> say that there's something that goes wrong with somebody. Over the holidays, there is a credit card dispute. How can you help them? So with any of that stuff, credit cards and other things, man, call your credit card company and dispute it with them is the big thing. I mean, I'd love to say I have pull, but I don't, I don't have pull with those guys. So I always say be safe. Look at it. If you see that you think you have fraud, call the phone number on your credit card, and uh, and make sure they'll you know they'll they'll call up and and help you sort out whatever the okay. fraud may be. Plug 
Bizarre Solutions, you provide what? We provide IT services for small businesses around town, and so really all of West Texas. So it's uh, BizarreSolutions.com, B-A-Z-A-R, Solutions.com, or give us a holler at 806-853-7757. And if you want, we're doing about a tip a week as well on our YouTube. So just look up Bizarre Solutions on YouTube and go follow us there. Bizarre, just with two A's. Not just three. Yeah, that's it. And and real quick on this blur, if anybody's interested, the company that makes it's called Abine, A B I N E, and it's A B I N E dot com. Abine dot com. Okay. If you want to try that blur software. Yeah, we're gonna have to try that. Yeah. It just depends on Miss Leeson. She's always good for throwing on the boots and, and going out. And doing the uh, yeah. early Friday thing. Well, now you could just tell her to order off Alexa. No. That's, yeah. that's a conversation for another Tuesday. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. No, hold on. We're going to do this. Okay. You brought it up. We were talking about that over the break. They can hear everything on Alexa. By definition, they have to, right? I mean, how can it know when you say, hey, Alexa, if it isn't constantly listening for, hey, Alexa? Okay, so there's all sorts of problems there. We know that there are lawsuits where the feds have come in, heard a crime. They know. So the, a judge just said that Amazon had to turn over recordings they have of a murder that happened in a house that had an Amazon Alexa. I want to hear every time Jay Leeson's yelled at his kids. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's potential, right? Holy cow. Like it's, and I, but the problem is, is All none of these of guys, none of these guys will tell you what they're recording, like what the length of, of the data that they're keeping, right? Do they keep it and record it? Do they keep it and dump it? Is it there for 36 hours or nobody's going to tell you? And they all say they don't keep your data, but... If they don't keep your data, how can a judge order them to turn over recordings? I don't have an Alexa anymore because it's almost the the leggings, stocking leggings episode in A Christmas Story. Yeah. Where my wife accidentally left Alexa. Accidentally. The kids were playing in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Alexa was not brought in. The sprinklers came on. Oh, dang. But this was only after Alexa survived an episode of Mom throwing Alexa on the kitchen hardwood floor because she walked in. There was a 20-minute overlap. Hey, I'll be home at such and such time. Well, I got to go to the show or I got to go do something. Yeah. And she walked in in the overlap. The kids, you know, great with my kids are awesome. With bathroom humor. Yeah. Tell me a fart joke. No. They, you can ask that, by the way. Ask Alexa. Tell me a fart joke. They asked Alexa to play booty music. My wife walked in, and apparently, like, NWA, Easy e like, hard. <clears throat> Little Sir Mix-a-Lot going on. South L.A. hardcore gangster. Is South L.A.? I don't, maybe that's a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hardcore gangster rap. She was. To which I walked in and saw Alexa and picked her up, kind of like the dad does, with a lamp. What happened to Alexa? Yeah. To which I got the darty eyes on. <laughs> yeah. We didn't raise these kids in me stay at home yeah. for them to hear gangster music Yeah. at five and six years old. Yeah. And, and it starts out, and this is what I've said, YouTube's the same way. They start out watching something, two clicks later they're watching a horror movie, right? But kid kid two. Kid yeah. two. 
Okay. It's what we go to. Okay. I'll have to go to tell the kids. They, they can't use, watch YouTube. They can use they can KidTube. Watch KidTube. That's good to know. Yeah. Because my kids want to be YouTubers. Yeah. They, like practice all their Zelda Breath of the Wild stuff. So the good news is, and I, I was looking this up as we were talking about it, there are parental controls with both Google Home and Alexa. But and not for you, music. Well, so there is, if you go and set up um, the uh, free time on Alexa, you can add a child. And then once free time's enabled, it says you can toggle different features on and off. You go to parents.amazon.com, and you can do things like enable the explicit filter to block songs or music on that particular device. Parents.amazon.com. So, again, this Maybe is a CNET Alexa. article. So just if you Google Alexa parental controls, that's where I found this. This is an article from CNET, and it has it. And there's the same thing. I Googled uh, same thing, Google Home parental controls and there's an article from a different ambient or something and it's the same thing look at you so there are parental controls resurrecting alexa in the leasing household hey uh bizarre solutions.com com that's it there with mike bizarre thank you mike bizarre thank you gonna get into a quickie break come back in why is the state (laughs) turning amarillo see what i'm doing there amarillo gonna get into that Talk about the panhandle, just the north Sod poodle. where we're broadcast. I got, uh, <laughs> I just got the email notification today. All my sod poodle gear is arriving pretty soon. Right. I'm glad to glad to hear that, and uh, glad you'll be back with us. Stick right with us right past the break. About 90 seconds from now. Sponsored by the law firm of Mullen, Horton, Brown, LLP, with offices in Lubbock, Amarillo, and Dallas, employing creative legal solutions to address your business needs in the areas of commercial litigation, banking, financial restructuring, employment law, and estate planning. We do have Journey Leeson, Lubbock's realtor, giving away... Six lower bowl tickets to Texas Tech versus Northern Colorado on Saturday. Don't get get the cabin fever on Saturday, 4.30 p.m. All you got to do is text in the program, 806-745-5800. If you're listening live, you're listening to the podcast. You can text, and all we want is your name and tickets. Be entered in to win and also have... Um, this up on facebook and twitter just retweet it or share the post and be entered in to win uh those six tickets to watch a fast rising texas tech red raider team um piece i've got coming up in the dallas morning news i want to talk with you first get your thoughts and feedback that and stick with me here those of you at least as I was I raised in uh, a high school class that was half half Hispanic and and half Caucasian why does the milk Caucasian Um, or you've had at least two semesters of Spanish in college Texas isn't red nor is it purple it's Amarillo pardon 
me for barging in from way out west of I-35 to tell you something you already know, and this is for readers that would be in a statewide publication. And Texas isn't red, nor is it purple, it's Amarillo. Amarillo as in reference to a place's attitude towards an expectation of its elected lawmakers. And I referenced back in the spring up in the panhandle, there was some political turbulence there where you had incumbents like State Senator Kel Selger out of Amarillo, who's been on this program, state representatives for, for Price and Ken King. All were within contested primaries. Selger and King each had two opponents. The primaries were coordinated by Empowered Texans, an outside dark money group funded funded by dark money, uh, that doesn't think much of panhandle lawmakers. After the 2017 legislative session, the group's scorecard rated Selger at just above passing 75, King at 40 and Price at 44. Price went on to roll his primary opponent. Seliger and King squeaked out victories of one or less percent, thus failing, foiling the plans of uh, those who would want to drag it into a runoff election. In the general, Price went unopposed. In, uh, look, I'll say this. Uh, what I got at that time from people in Amarillo and in the panhandle was this with GOP groups if you go forward and you believe in this Empower Texans hype they would point south towards Lubbock and point out what's happened with state representative a state representative a state senator and said this is what will happen the panhandle the last Frontier for some for empowered Texans. I'm not going to get distracted with text right now. Um, all three wound up winning in their primaries and all went into a landslide in their general elections. But the panhandle pro- provided to be a proof for what would happen in the 2018 election cycle itself. Most everywhere, GOP allies of the Panhandle delegation carried election day. Look no further than Tarrant County. Tarrant County, the home of Fort Worth, extends into some far reaches of Dallas, the suburbs, as it were. Charlie Guerin had a 41 rating from Empowered Texans, he carried northwestern Tarrant County by 29 points. Giovanni Capriglione won by 8, even though he was rated at 63. I'm sorry, he won by 39 points, even though he had a 63 rating from Empowered Texans. Now compare this to others in Tarrant County. Tony Tenderholt won just by 9 points with an 100 rating. Matt Krauss, 98% rating, 1 by 8. Jonathan Sticklin with a perfect 100, 1 by 2. And Bill Zedler, they're another state representative. Again, focusing on state government, the most influential form of government in your day-to-day life. 
Zedler won by just three, had a scorecard of 93. If you pan out from Tarrant and look east and down south, here's what you've got. You've got a guy in Dallas County, the only state representative in Dallas County right now. His name is Morgan Meyer. And then Sarah Davis and Jim Humphrey down in Harris County may well be remarkable failures according to Empower Texans scores, but after November 6th, they are, to borrow a metaphor, that metaphor by former Governor Rick Perry, who said famously that Austin is a blueberry in a bowl of tomato soup. At least in that time, Texas could be made out to be a bowl of tomato soup. Well, now, Sarah Davis, Jim Humphrey, and Morgan Meyer are cherry tomatoes in a bowl of blueberries. GOP State House incumbents in Dallas and Harris County are especially impressive, given that they won districts in which state Senate and appellate courts went decisively towards Democrats. There are other angles. You know, there's a guy named Chris Patty, and he's a state representative out of Marshall, Texas, and he has districts that straddle the Texas-Louisiana uh, line, go all the way down. Guess who primaried against him? It was Ted Cruz, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz, said, Chris Patty, no way, no. And what happened? He won his primary with 64% of the vote. And then, what happened in the general? And we discussed this with Jody Arrington yesterday. If you hadn't listened to that podcast, go back one episode. U.S. Congressman Jody Arrington. Ted Cruz has rural Texas to thank for his victory. 100%, no doubt about it. That's where they were running ads, because they needed rural Texas to offset losses in urban and suburban areas. Uh, Chris Patty got 100% of the vote in his uh, general with no Democratic opponent. And uh, in his three-point victory over Beto O'Rourke, U.S. Congressman Beto O'Rourke, Ted Cruz just pulled 70%. So for those going forward who believe that they can continue to cajole cuss and crow about certain republicans not being republican enough well here's your daggum wake-up call you can't do that anymore people know their state representatives they trust their state representatives and if they think that they aren't doing the job then they'll vote them out they don't need you going big government big washington style big austin style telling them to vote them out and the game has changed now, and I go into this in the piece. I don't want to spend much more time on this, but Lyndon Baines Johnson used to say famously, power is where power goes, and even Governor Greg Abbott sees the changing of the tide here, and it, guess what is not on his legislative priority list? It's not bathrooms. It's not constitutional carry. It's not ending taxpayer lobbying or property tax relief flukes or even religious freedom. You know what it is? It's school finance. And that's as much as he said recently that he wants to address school finance as a top priority. And just so Democrats don't sit on their laurels, you guys got your own empowered Texans forming, I'm sure. 
All you can do is ask your members to vote their districts. That's what we ask them to do on this program. And uh, not to be anybody's pony or gopher or errand boy or whatever it might be. Um, Democrats would be wise to also learn a lesson from the Republicans here because some of them barely won as well. If uh, Texas 2018 proves one thing, it's that voters want lawmakers that apply their political confidence to solving practical matters, much more than firebrand ideologues that solve almost nothing. And that's pretty daggum Amarillo. Going to catch this break. Stick with us. Going to close out the show. Talk about some plans. Uh, looking forward to what's going to go on this weekend with my twins and my youngest there at uh, Cowboys Stadium. Stick right with us. I'm grinning ear to ear. Be right back on the other side of Texas. Don't go throw that stuff in the dumpster. You don't want competitors or enemies or frenemies or whoever else digging through, finding your trade secrets and what you got in your closet. You don't need people doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, For a free and hassle-free estimate, call LubbockFileRoom.com at 806-744-7666. That's 806-744-7666. Tell them the other side of Texas sent you. This weekend, well, I say this weekend on Thursday, going to take off tomorrow. Again, if you're listening, you're just tuning in, we're going to play a best of tomorrow and on Friday because tomorrow, after real job work, I've got to get home to Abilene where my ancestors dwelt as they moved down from, kicked out of New York, came down Appalachia to Iowa and uh, opened the first grocery store, the gross grocery distributor there on Pine in Abilene. And um uh, going to get there, be hanging out with the in-laws, and then we're going to go down on Thursday morning early, and we're going to watch those Cowboys. Uh, this is audio from the Cowboys game where they kicked the field goal to beat the Detroit Lions. Listen to the boys here. Yeah, little Jack throwing up to the Lions fans in front. We went to the the Cowboys versus the Lions, and Jack throwing up in your faces. They're going to go to Cowboys versus the Redskins, get some turkey legs and... uh, drink some beverages and enjoy ourselves uh the cowboys playing for if they beat the redskins then it could be leading the nfc east can you believe that six and five are the redskins five and five are the cowboys the cowboys could jump up to six and five and be winning the nfc east um hey no dream dream no little dream to quote uh Kent Hans. And speaking of, I'm so tempted to just beginning, ending where we began, I'm so tempted to write a letter to Mike Leach about his consideration of and uh, coming back to Texas Tech uh, if there is the offer out there. And we'll have more on this. I just don't want to jump ahead of it. 
Um, but one thing I would put in that letter, in that letter, speaking to Kent Hans, you know, both of my grandfathers had brothers who I just adored as much as I did my grandfathers, and to watch Mike Leach and Kent Hans go at it, and Mike Leach, uh, to be honest, I mean, Kent Hans behind the scenes, Mike Leach overtly has done so on these airwaves right here. Uh, gone after Kent Hans. It just makes everybody uncomfortable. Like, it's not, it's, like, in the letter, I would just say, and please calm down on great uncle Kent Hans, because it just makes everybody uncomfortable. That's just, just uh, one, one little request I have out there. Um, okay. So that's where we're going to close up shop, and uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm thankful for you guys. I will close on this note. So thankful. Started out, just wanted to provide a service, and it's turned into what it has. And the sky's the limit. Uh, from here, anything's possible. I'm going to use all my cheesy Texas Tech uh, terms, but uh, we have done a lot here together, and I appreciate the audience and you guys jumping in more and more and uh, telling your friends that... Look, here's some... This is the greatest compliment I get about the show. I get people who stop me and say, Hey, I know you, and I don't even like politics, but I love the show. And that, to me, is a great compliment, because I want something that's original, smart, and funny, uh, where you are informed. And it's a delicate balance, but I know more and more, more of you are are tuning into that and that's what we want to do here I, I only talk about things here if i think that they are of import and great importance to you as you guys your families and your communities and that's what we want to do here from a perspective of uh, west of i-35 a unique perspective and where we can rave on where we are not adherents to and some of you are and i appreciate it but i can't be a complete devotee of either party's uh, political platform, at least not where we're broadcasting from in rural Texas. So with that, I've got to get home, or I got to I got to leave. My family's already in Abilene, but I got to go pick me out a Cowboys sweatshirt that I can wear to the game and not freeze in the parking lot on the way to the stadium. I wish you and yours the happiest of Thanksgivings, and I hope that gratitude from the Lord God just brews up in your hearts and you're able to engage people on this holiday weekend like you've never before and we're going to be back next week hitting it hard and i appreciate daniel i appreciate all the people who make this show happen and appreciate you most of all for uh making all of it happen so with that rave on buddies rave on see you again here from am 580 Lubbock, Texas, next week. It's who we